bounce to this, more bounce to this, more bounce to this, more bounce to this, more bounce, they gon' really more bounce to this, more what is going on guys and welcome back to another episode of the fighters walk podcast i am your host Corey keen and we are back and i will say we are back every single time i start a new episode because i'm here and i'm loving it i'm still loving it we are here for episode number five and we we got we got a banger of an episode we got a absolute banger of an episode hope everyone's doing great out there just a little bit about what's going on i have vacation coming up i have vacation coming up love to get away love to go to the beach heading heading down to uh cape may it's gonna be gonna be a great time but what does that mean for the fighters walk well I got two options right now. Bring the equipment down and just keep keep banging out the episodes. Or potentially potentially I'm going to be missing out on two episodes next week. Listen, I don't want to, but it it, it might happen. I I will keep you guys posted um for for everyone who watches the episode, who who supports the podcast i will keep you posted um there there's a good chance uh next week there will be no no fighters walk and then i'll try to get i'll try to get two episodes out pretty quick the following week uh just because we got we got some some big fights coming up big big fights coming up and don't want to miss out talking about any of them, any of them, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll, uh, we'll play it by year. Um, and, and we'll, we'll keep trucking. We will keep trucking because like I said, this, this is what I'm, I'm loving it. I'm, I'm starting to feel comfortable. This is, this is just, it's been a great experience learning the process been a crazy learning curve for me it's always something i wanted to do though so that's we're we're gonna keep we're gonna keep pushing keep pushing through last night was fun though last night was fun little thursday thursday night call of duty session with the one and only kyle dacus hopped on Warzone. didn't didn't go didn't go great a lot of trips to the gulag but we had a good time it was fun it was a good time got my brother involved it's not that we were playing horribly bad we just couldn't get to the end couldn't get to the end but that's okay that's all right but hey it's friday so you know how fridays work fridays are the day where I record the podcast and I try to get it out as quick as possible. Today, I got to get it out even quicker because usually on Fridays, I'll get ready for the UFC card Saturday, which we'll get into today. But I usually recap the PFL cards. 
can't do that today because the PFL card is today. So we are going to talk about the PFL card because those last three fights, man, those last three fights, lot, lot on the line for two of them. Lot on the line for two of them. Kayla Harris is the main event. Kayla Harrison. She's the main event. I don't expect anything to go differently for her. If I had to, if I had to bet, if I had to guess, she's a crazy favorite, crazy favorite. If I had to guess, we'll look into it though. But the co-main and the fight before that is what we're going to talk, talk about today. Cause there's a lot. And I mean a lot on the line. A lot on the line. First fight we're going to talk about. If you're watching this on YouTube, as always, I hit the, uh, the handy-dandy share screen. Love this feature. Absolutely love this feature. But listen, this first fight, we got a guy. We, we have a PFL, I'm, I'm going to say it, a PFL legend, man. Lance Palmer. He just does it. Back-to-back PFL champions, championships. He's got, got that million-dollar prize, and then he gets the million-dollar prize again. He's a winner. He's a winner. Now, this year, his back's against the wall. His back is against the wall. He, uh, he fought Bubba Jenkins earlier on this season, and he lost a unanimous decision. And that's kind of like Bubba's been doing his thing, so no disrespect to Bubba because he's a hell of a fighter too. But... You almost at this point in in the PFL, you just you assume Lance Palmer is going to be in the playoffs. Right now, it's not looking that way. Like I said, his 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 back's against the wall. So we're gonna look into Lance Palmer really quick. There he is, twenty two and four. Hell of a fighter. This year he's 0-1. He's fought one time. And, and, and that's that's where we're at. Like if you look, 2018, 5-0, boom. 19, 5-0. Champion. It it's tough right now, man. It it, it is tough right now for Lance Palmer. We're gonna look at the standings. We're going to pull these up. So right now, looking at the standings, Lance Palmer, big time on the outside looking in. A decision win does not get him in. He does not make the playoffs if he doesn't finish this fight tonight. 
So if, if you're, if you're the average MMA fan, average MMA fan, I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, please watch the PFL tonight. Cause Lance Palmer, he's going to have to be on another level. He's going to have to look for the finish. He, he's got to look for the finish. Because he could jump that fourth place guy. Marais. He, he, he could jump him with a finish. And he could get in. And he could get in the playoffs. One fight. That's all he needs. He could get it done. If, it, he, if he finishes the fight. He's got to finish the fight though. If he doesn't. This will be the first time. We don't see Lance Palmer in the playoffs. So like I said, this is the first fight for PFL that you, you want to watch this fight. Now, I'm sure there, there's a lot on the line for the other fights, but if you're just the average fight fan, you, you, you should know some of these names that I'm going to talk about. So this is what you want to watch. Watch out for that Lance Palmer fight. Main, the main card's at 10 o'clock tonight. So, once this gets out, this podcast, listen to the podcast, watch the fights, have a couple adult sodas, and just vibe with it. Just vibe with it. So, like I said, Lance Palmer needs a finish tonight. He needs a finish, and he's in the playoffs. Simple concept, really. But then again, it's not that simple. Because, yeah... If you're a fighter, you probably are going in. You want to finish that fight, make it look great. But your opponent always doesn't have it going that way. And with that being said, I am going to butcher this name. So, I'm sorry. Mavlid. Mavlid is also on the outside looking in. And he's 1-0. That's Lance Palmer's opponent tonight. Now, it's a little different for him. He could get in with a unanimous decision. I, I don't, I don't want to say exactly how the point system works, but I believe it's three, three points for a decision win, and that puts him right in. That also bump, bumps out Marias. So th this is a big, big fight. This is a big fight. Circle it. Check it. Lance Palmer. Ma Mavlid. It's going to be a good one. It's going to be a good one. Now, next one I want to talk about. Next one I want to talk about. It's someone you all should know. Even if you're just the, the average fight fan, you all should know. Anthony Showtime Pettis. His first fight, he, he also lost. So he's 0-1 in the PFL. Unanimous decision loss. He was supposed to fight two weeks ago, I believe. Backed out. I don't know the exact reason. But here he is. This is the co-main. This is the co-main. Lightweight. Lightweight fight. 
we're going to go to these standings now because it, it, it's almost, it, it's like the same thing. It, see, this is what I love about the PFL. It, it's, it's like your typical, just like your everyday sports, your footballs, your basketballs, your hockeys, your baseballs. You're trying to make the playoffs at all costs. Now, his opponent is in third right now. And these points are a little iffy too, man. First place guy's got six points. Second place guy's tied with six points. That's actually the guy who beat Anthony Pettis, the unanimous decision, Clay. Clay Collard. Then you got Anthony Pettis' opponent tonight, Raouche. Raouche Manfio. These names are tough, man. These names are tough, man. But his opponent's in third. Only has three points. Only has three points. And then the fourth place guy also only has three points. So, if you're looking at this like I am, Anthony Pettis is all the way down in ninth. He's in ninth place. He's 0-1. He has zero points. But... He finishes the fight in showtime fashion. He's in the playoffs. So here we are again. I'm telling you, man, it it could be done. Now, what Anthony Pettis is going to show up tonight? Are we going to get the one who lost to Clay? Are we going to get showtime who's going to come out and do whatever he can to win that fight? There's a million dollars on the line. A million dollars. Who would not like who wouldn't want a million dollars? Anthony Pettis is back against the wall. But it's showtime, man. Anything is possible. Anything is possible in the fight game. I, I'm not gonna say he can't get it done. He could get it done. But these these two fights I'm telling you about, Lance Palmer. And then this Anthony Pettis fight, you're looking for fireworks. You are looking for fireworks because they're both going in there, in their mind, in their mind thinking, I need to finish this fight and I need to prove a point that I deserve to be in the playoffs. So tonight is exciting, man. Tonight is exciting. The PFL... Listen, if you haven't watched it, you need to watch it tonight. This is this is big. This is big. And I believe I'm going to look at this now. I believe this is the last card before playoffs. Yeah. It is. This is it. This is the last chance to make playoffs. They get a a little break. They get like a two-month break after this card. And then we're in playoffs, man. August 13th, lightweights and featherweights. Really quick, I I am going to see, because I've been talking a lot about Lance Palmer, Anthony Pettis, just because they, they need the wins big. Kayla Harris. Harrison is the main event tonight. She should win. She should win. 
Uh, like I said, anything could happen, but she should win. So we got Pettis, the Palmer. You got some heavyweights tonight. Yep. I'm sure some of these some of these athletes are looking to get in. But if I'm being honest, if you have time tonight and you want to watch the fights, just just watch those, please. Watch those fights. So, like I said, PFL goes crazy. Especially tonight. Can't stress it enough. Can't can't stress it enough. If you have the time. If you have the time. Dabble in the PFL. Dabble in the Fighters Walk podcast. It's the best of both worlds. The best of both worlds. What else we want to talk about? I can talk about whatever I want. What I did want to talk about, which brings me to my next topic, Nathan Diaz. I've said it numerous times. Numerous times. Nate Diaz stock potentially, and I say big time, potentially. Don't know how, but it is. His stock is the highest it's ever been. Yeah, he's beat Conor McGregor. Yeah, he had the second fight with Conor McGregor. That was an absolute war. The Masvidal fight. The Pettis fight. But for some reason, his stock is the highest right now. Right now. My man, Nate Diaz, for for some reason, he may be the next guy to fight Kamara Usman for the title. Nate Diaz may be the front runner for the welterweight title. I'm speechless just saying that. Nate Diaz, last fight, unless you've been living under a rock, fights Leon Edwards. A lot of hype around it, as it should have. Nate Diaz lost 24 minutes, 30 seconds of that fight. Arguably. Last 30 seconds of the fight, he turns it up. And people just want more. Calls out Kamaro. Kamaro chirps back. And they go back and forth on Twitter. Bada bing, bada boom. You may have your next welterweight title fight. Now, with that being said, am I in for it? 
Yeah, I'm in for it. I am all in for Kamar Usman versus Nate Diaz. How could you not be? Like, what? Do I do I make predictions on this fight right now that could potentially happen? Or do I just talk about like what makes the most sense for Nate Diaz? Anything. Anything makes the most sense for Nate Diaz. And if you don't think anything makes the most sense for Nate Diaz, you you're you're not in the loop. You're not in the loop. Now, what do I think makes the most sense for Nate? That trilogy with Connor. That th- there's just something about that trilogy, even more so than Connor versus Dustin's trilogy. I just I love that trilogy, and I know it's always going to be there. But there's there's something about that trilogy. Now. Now I'm 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 here talking about Nate Diaz potentially fighting for for a title after a loss. Share the handy dandy screen again to talk a little bit about Nate Diaz, as I should. There he is, twenty and thirteen. Nate Diaz just wants to fight. Listen, coming off of two losses, coming off two losses, but when he fought Anthony Pettis, he looked so damn good. So it's like, you don't know what you're going to get until that cage door closes. Now, since I have this up, when did Nate Diaz become larger than life in the UFC. When did Nate Diaz become larger than life in the UFC? People are going to have their opinions here. He was electric, electric in the Ultimate Fighter back back in the day. He was electric. And people people have always wanted to watch him fight, as they should. He's... He's only been in the UFC for, jeez, WEC. Like, he, he, he's been around a minute. He's been around a minute, man. But it's like, when, when did he get to be like Nate Diaz? It took a while, man. It took a while. The biggest moment for me, listen, and if you're a diehard fan, don't take this the wrong way. Please don't take this the wrong way. If you're a diehard Nate Diaz fan, do not take this the wrong way. Because he he has always been, you always wanted to watch Nate Diaz fight. But what made Nate Diaz, Nate Diaz, was that Michael Johnson win. 2015, he grinded his way. He finally shot his shot. 
He finally shot his shot and got what he deserved all the way in 2015. And he was grinding for years, years. When he called Conor McGregor out in that famous post-fight interview with Joe, that's when Nate Diaz was able to shoot his shots. Say, I want this, I want this money, this, that. That's when Nate Diaz became Nate Diaz. Please don't take it the wrong way if you're a diehard Nate Diaz fan. It's true, though. That post-fight made him larger than life. And now he could now he could do what he wants. He could do what he wants. That's that's my thought on on everything. And like I said, like I said, man, potentially Nate Diaz is going to be fighting for a title. Is it a head scratcher? Of course it's a head scratcher. Am I cool with it? Yeah, I'm cool with it. Give me Nate Diaz versus anybody. Anybody. I don't care. I'm in for it. Now more than ever. Now more than ever. And and with that being said, he's 36 years old. 36 years old. And now I want Nate Diaz now more than ever. Truthfully. Truthfully, man. There's just something about a Nate Diaz fight. Something about a Nate Diaz fight. Stockton slap. Pointing. I I think I'm convincing myself I'm a part of the Nate Diaz army. It's true. I hated Nate Diaz when he fought Conor McGregor because I'm the biggest Conor McGregor fan at least on the East Coast East Coast the biggest Conor McGregor fan so I hated Nate Diaz people are like how could you hate Nate Diaz because he's fighting my guy he's fighting my guy I will stand up for Conor McGregor through and through I can't like the competition. I can't. If you have a guy, you can't like who they're fighting. Come on. Some of my favorite fighters. I will never, ever respect their opponent. I'm just kidding. But here I am. Here I am. Right on the Nate Diaz army train. I'm on. I'm on now. If that trilogy ever does come, Connor, Connor through and through. But for now, it's fun being an ATS fan. It is. It's fun. And I'm ready. I'm ready for the title. Put that strap on Nate Diaz. He deserves it. I need that sound thing. He deserves it. He deserves it. 
Does he? I don't know. But now I'm just now I'm just blabbing on because like the thoughts in my head and it's just sticking there. It's sticking there. But who knows? What's next? What is next? Checking my script out. Fights tomorrow. This is the last UFC card until July 10th. This is the last UFC card till July 10th. So I talked about in the beginning, maybe, maybe next week when I'm on vacation, it might not be the worst time to kind of take, take that week off and kind of prep, prep for uh, Connor versus Dustin because there's going to be a lot of episodes about that. A lot of episodes about that. But for right now, we do have a fight tomorrow night in the UFC. Gain versus Volkov. Two heavyweights looking to prove a point. Looking to prove a point. We're going to share the screen like I do. This is this is another UFC card that if you're not the average UFC fan, you're not going to know a lot of names. And that's okay. Because that was the same case last week. And if you watched last week, that was a fun card. That was a fun card. Like, you, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The card opens up with Yancey. Yancey Medeiros. He, he's, he's been hit or miss, hit or miss, but... I don't know anything about his opponent. He he could starch Yancey or Yancey could make something happen. See, that that's why like if you have the time, you watch these these cards all the way through. All the way through, I promise. You're going to see some crazy shit. You're going to see some crazy shit. Now I'm sure if I knew more about these fighters, if I knew more about these fighters, I, I could have more, more to talk about. Here we go. Fifth fight. Fifth fight. Alves versus Wells. Be a Wells fan right now. CFFC guy. Be a Wells fan right now. I believe he took this fight short notice. He got the call up. He's number one welterweight in Pennsylvania, in our great state of Pennsylvania. Look out for that fifth fight. Look look out for fight number five. Listen, card's subject to change for sure, but but look look out for this fight. Eight, two, and one. Like I said, right there, number one in Pennsylvania. 34 in the U.S. His last fight was in 2019. CFFC, though. Renzo Gracie, Philly. 
Look out for him. Fifth fight. Alves versus Wells. And I, I just, I, I know I saw some posts that said uh, Wells was getting a shot here in the UFC. So keep, keep that one circled. It's going to be, that'll be a fun fight. Hopefully Wells could get it done. And I'm just, I'm kind of looking through this card. Tim Means, we got Tim Means on the card. Dolby Tim Means. It's a close one. Almost a pick em. Almost a pick em. See, I, I could see this fight going either way. I've seen Dolby fight before. I have seen him fight before. I mean, at plus 115, you're winning a little money if you're picking him. But what, what, what Tim Means are you getting? Are you getting the Tim Means who embarrassed Mike Perry? Like, I, I don't know what Tim Means you're going to get. If you get that Tim Means, he's winning the fight. But Dolby could knock him out, man. Anything's possible in the fight game. Anything is possible in the fight game. They're both they're both up there for the UFC, too. Dolby's 36. Tim Means is 37. Have this fight circled. This is another one. Have this fight circled. That'll that'll be a fun fight. That one will be fun. We also got Andre. Andre has the best nickname in the UFC. Undoubtedly. The best nickname. Andre Touchy Feely. Daniel Pineda. I I want to say... All right, so Feely, minus 230 favorite. I mean, but here's another case of which Andre Feely are you getting, right? Which Andre Feely are you getting? Okay, so Bryce Mitchell beat him in October. Okay, but before that, he got a split decision win in June. So th- this will be a good fight, I believe. Let's check out Pineda. 27 and 14. Jeez. He's been around the block. So he fought he fought in December. Lost to Cub Swanson. He beat Gilbert Burns' brother, though. Two back-to-back no contests in the PFL. Whoa. PFL guy. It all comes full circle here on the Fighters Walk podcast, folks. PFL guy. Have this fight circled. I'm saying it a lot, but I'm telling you in my opinion, which fights to watch out for. This is one of them. This is one of them. I think this is going to be a fun fight. 
I really do. I know nothing about this 11th fight, the fight right before the co-main. What I do know is, and what I do see is, we got a guy 16-1 and one versus a guy 17-2. and two. They have not lost a lot. So, at this point in the card, you should be watching it. I mean, the main card, you're, you're usually watching every fight. So, I'm thinking it's going to be a good one. Like I said, don't know much about either. Don't even want to attempt to announce, pronounce any of these names. But let's move to the co-main. OSP. OSP. First Tanner. Tanner Bozer. How's it going to go? Which OSP are we going to get? Which OSP are we going to get? Jamal Hill versus OSP. If we get that OSP, I don't know. Bozer could potentially knock him out. How I see this fight going. I think OSP gets it done on the ground. I think he gets it done on the ground. That OSP choke. That's how he's finishing it. Clock it. Write it. Whatever you want to do. Star it. OSP by submission. Just came to me. OSP by submission. Now let's talk about the heavyweights in this heavyweight division. Here's the thing with the heavyweights. Here's the thing with the UFC heavyweights. In the heavyweight division, you are one big punch from putting yourself in contention. In contention for top 10, in contention for top five, in contention for the title. How do I see this fight going? Is Gain all hype? He's 8-0. Is he all hype? Well, we're going to find out, and we're going to find out quick against Volkov. This is what the card's based around. UFC fight night, game versus Volkov. Gain's a slight favorite, and Volkov's a slight underdog. Now, I for some reason, I thought Gain was shorter than he was, but he is 6'4". But Volkov is 6'7". It's a big dude. He's a big, lanky guy for the heavyweight division. How do I see this fight going? I see someone going to sleep. I don't think this is going five rounds. I see someone going to sleep. Let's take a look at Volkov. 33-8. and eight. God damn. There you go. There you go. So, he loses to Curtis Blaze, Blades. Unanimous decision. I'm sure Curtis laid on him the whole time. 
That's nothing nothing against Curtis Blades. It's what he does. I'm sure that's how he got the, the job done. He beats Walt Harris. He beats Alistair Overeem. Now you got yourself a main event, fight night main event. Let's check out Gain. We know he's 8-0. We know he hasn't lost. Let's check it out. Damn, a lot of canceled bouts. See, and I don't know if that's a case of people didn't want to fight him or injury, but to have four canceled right in a row. So you got Junior Dos Santos, who steps up. He gets beat up pretty bad. Then you got Jarzinho Rosenstrike. And I, I remember that fight in February. I remember that fight in February. Jarzinho just couldn't really get much done. We were expecting someone to go to sleep, and no one did. So, so actually, backtracking a little bit, how is this fight going to go? How is Gain going to fight? Taller guy, bigger guy. Is he going to go in front? Like, I, I don't know how. Th- it's also a main event. So do these guys have the gas in the tank to go five rounds? I don't think so. There's a lot of question marks around this fight. A lot of question marks. But that's why we're going to tune in, and that's why we're going to watch. Because like I said, in the heavyweight division, you are one knockout, one submission away from from putting yourself in contention. You write your own narrative. That's in most divisions, but in the heavyweight division, I think a little bit more. Because everyone wants to watch heavyweights. Because everybody thinks someone's going to sleep. So, if this goes, if this does go all five rounds, it's going to be a very chess match fight. Meaning, no one's gonna, no one's gonna want to go to sleep. No one ever wants to go to sleep. But there's, it, this is gonna be, it's gonna be interesting. I'm sure if you check the the betting odds, if you can. If you can bet the over, over, I don't know. I think it goes over two and a half. Heavyweights are interesting though, man. It could end in 30 seconds or it could go longer because they're they're just testing, testing each other like a chess match. I don't know. I don't know who wins this fight. If I think experience is going to win this fight. I don't think Gain is... I, I don't think he's all hype. But I think experience is going to win this fight. I think Volkov's going to win. That's, that's my take. I think Volkov is going to win. And that's that's what I got. So, fun episode. Fun, fun episode. Like I said, with this UFC card, the UFC is then off. It, what's going to feel like forever. All the way till July 10th. And we know what July 10th is. Connor versus Dustin 
the trilogy. The trilogy. So what I'm thinking for right now is, what I'm thinking for right now is, I'm, I'm going to be off next week. I'm going to be off next week. I'm going to enjoy vacation. I'm going to start planning and prepping for Connor Dustin. And that's, that's going to be a fun, fun buildup because I do have my first guest. I do have my first guest and we are going to talk all things Connor Dustin. That's, that's my plan for right now. So, like I said, next week, vacation. Right now, I'm probably going to be off. Uh, but the buildup for that trilogy is going to be fun. Last thing before I let you guys go, I do want to talk a little bit about this Connor Dustin fight. So, I was, I, was, uh, I was on YouTube last night. No, two nights ago. Wednesday night. I was on YouTube. And I'm subscribed to the UFC YouTube channel, so a lot of their stuff comes up. And you know, you you, uh, you get those free fights. For the first time since January, since the fight happened, I saw the free fight. Connor Dustin, too. I did it to myself. I, I hate watching Connor lose, but I do usually watch his fights back. Just to kind of see like what what went wrong, this that. So I clicked on it. Didn't want to, but I did. And I was telling my uh, my buddy, Dustin looked good. Dustin looked hungry. Dustin looked like he wanted to win that fight from the start. He looked good, man. Those leg kicks really, really messed with Connor. So what do you do in the third fight? This is where it gets scary for me because Connor's gonna want to check leg kicks, but does that mean Dustin's gonna come come with an overhand right or an overhand left and knock Connor out? I don't know. I I'm I'm somewhat I'm somewhat nervous for this third fight. I think Connor, like in my mind, as the biggest Connor fan around, I think Connor's invincible. So when he loses, I'm, I'm shocked every single time. But I don't know. We're I'm gonna hold off, hold off. That's just a little little tidbit of what I'm going to get into for the buildup between Connor and Dustin for this third fight, the trilogy. But yeah, I did it to myself. I watched that fight. Hats off to Dustin. He got it done. He did what he needed to do. All I'm hoping is Connor comes in. Not with like animosity towards Dustin, but I, I don't like the the happy-go-lucky Connor. I mean, who wouldn't be happy-go-lucky with the money in his bank, bank account? But that hungry Connor, the Connor who was on the come-up saying, Anything he wanted, that's, I'd like to see a little bit of that sprinkled in with the, the nice Connor. It'd be, it'd be a nice mix. It'd be a nice mix. That's what I got. So if you're still here, thanks. Thanks for uh, tuning in to another episode of the Fighters Walk podcast. I'm your host, Corey Keen. Until the next one.
I will keep you guys posted on all my social medias and the Fighters Walk podcast social media page. I'll keep you posted with what's going on, what's coming up. Like I said, be on the lookout for the guest. The guest is coming very soon. Enjoy the fights tonight, PFL. Enjoy the fights tomorrow, UFC. And I'll catch you on the next one. Episode 5 is complete. Talk soon. Thank you again. Appreciate you. As always, Corey Keene. Peace. Get that shit back. But all right. <laughs> yeah. But y'all gonna just tune into this tape. And we're gonna keep going, keep bouncing.